0: You're listening to Hammer and Anvil, your one-stop podcast for all things hobby. Sit back and enjoy the show.
1: Hello, everyone, and a very, very warm welcome to the Hammer and Anvil podcast. Uh, I'm your host, back from a little bit of a break, Dean. Very nice to have you with us. Um, I'm joined by Lofty. How are you doing, buddy? How's it going, dude? Yeah, champion, champion. And as always, by the fantastic Steve. How are you, mate?
2: I'm all well, mate. Yourself?
1: Yeah, very well. Thank you. I've enjoyed the little break, but I'm, I'm very glad to be back. Um, sure. So, news this week. Um, anyone got any burning desires to talk about anything that's, that's sort of been released is up for pre-order or is is in the news this
0: week? I've got one to probably leave till the end, and I'm just going to say dice. Ooh. Um, <laughs> okay. Hey, okay, that could probably take a little while of us debating this one, but
1: <laughs> no, well, we'll have it in. You know, we we always include everything. Um Steve, yourself, what uh, what, what have you been keeping um, tabs on this week?
2: Well, the only thing that I've noticed is the uh Liminest pre-orders.
1: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely stunning looking models. I have got to mate, say, they're, they're ridiculous models. <laughs> yeah, the Heavy Metal team have done a brilliant, brilliant job on their not, they're not.
2: Yeah, they're just too much white for me.
1: Fair enough. So, so you you don't fancy a luminous Force anytime soon?
2: It's not no, mate. I, I I wouldn't do it justice.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> Is that the models or the player style or?
2: just the models mate I mean I'm too used to painting blacks as slaves fair enough
1: <laughs> just spray white man yeah just, <laughs> just spray,
0: spray white just
1: get a can of Alfred's Primer and go for it um, <laughs> any anything else that you want to chat about anything else that you've sort of you've kept tra- track with
2: I haven't really seen much else from that because I've been that busy with work this week
1: fair enough Um, Something I did want to mention, uh, and I'm not sure if anyone is aware of this, but there is a a great deal of stock on GW's website, which is back up for sale and in stock, Um, notably some of the Seraphon stuff. Obviously, I've got a vested interest in that. Um, So if anyone is listening and you've been waiting on models, have a look because there may well be something. That you've been waiting for, and and it's back on, um, which is always good news. But that being said, support your local gaming store, get in there and order it through them.
0: That's so, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's. It's probably a lot of the stuff has been rebranded, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. Um, but but you know whatever it is, whatever it's rebranded or what, it's, it's good to see that things are getting back to normal um, or back to more normal. Uh, than it has been in the past couple of months. I think that's great news. So, yeah.
0: Um, th- that's a short segment for the news. It is it? very short. <laughs> what I'm going to look, I'm looking on it now uh, and there's not that much. I mean, the Luminef, I mean, we could probably touch on the Luminef a bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because we had the Seraphon Codex, uh, battle time. sorry, come out at the start of the year. And no, now this is, this is the new, the latest one, isn't it? It is, yes. I think looking at some of the models and the some of the rules that they're releasing and stuff for them, I think this is definitely going to shift the way AOS is played quite heavily. Okay. Um, very magic, heavy the elves are, and obviously you know yeah. yourself. But so are the Seraphon. Definitely. Uh, so it would be. I'm going to keep a keen eye on the elves. I don't want to play them. Uh, that's not my. They're too good. <laughs> <laughs> too good not in painting they're just too goody for me and then that's you just spilling spilling spill blood and taking schools taking schools yeah man that's
1: um it. so with that being the case then uh you mentioned what, what, what do
0: you want to say about those what have they done i don't know
1: <laughs> they look like Tibetan prayer rolls or whatever they're called you know i, I
0: Seeing the golden child when Eddie Murphy comes along and spins them. Yeah, it, it, it's very odd. Do you think they're going to have a, a bonus set that, that comes in a, a sort of wooden bowl? And you More just have I to like, roll them into that? Definitely. You know, and you have to
1: sort of chant something over as you do or something and get you an extra VP. Um, I don't know. It's it's a bold move. It is a bold move. Um, I'm not sure whether I like it. I think when I see them in person is when I'll... Uh, on the i my mind.
0: Yeah, I mean, you all bring your dice, your your own dice and whatever. But I think I would be more apprehensive at someone turning up with a set of these. I know you can see them clearly and stuff like that, and they roll and, and whatever. But the, I don't know. How would you guys feel about someone playing with these ones, Steve? What, what what do you reckon about
2: this? I haven't seen them to be honest, mate. I really haven't. So I'm just going off re- you two with this one.
1: So what they are basically is um, rather than your standard square dice, it's a hexagonal yeah. sort of block. Um, and on each side of the hexagon, you've got um, a, a number stamped in. So obviously one to six, uh, yeah. the two ends, uh, you, you can't, it's, it's like a tube basically. Um, right. The two ends, you know, it's very, very difficult to roll anything onto them, I imagine. But yeah, it's it's the the, the oddest looking shape. I think yeah, like I said, the bold move. Um, got to be honest, I, I wouldn't mind lofty if someone turned up with them. They're official dice. Um,
0: the chances of them being weighted is very very slim. Oh, I don't mean weighted. I, I just like I said, I don't know about them. Um, yeah, they look I, they're I half the size mean. of a model. Yeah. They're half the size of one of the. They've got a picture here, and it's got one of the the realm lordy guys with a sword. I'm yeah. assuming it's a battle line, and it's like it comes up to half of him. <laughs> Actually, they would be so unwieldy, you know. If you had to, oh, you got twenty attacks for that. <laughs> it's going to have to roll them okay separately. Them. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: mm. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think I'd mind. You know, I've, I've seen all sorts of weird and wonderful dice. Um... People playing with you know their own and what I, I don't think it would bother me. To be quite frank, so long as they didn't fudge their roles, I don't think I care. Yeah, yes fair enough. Okay. So have, have a look at them, though, Steve. They are quite odd.
2: I will. I will do, mate. I'll have to go. I'll, yeah. I'll go and search them out.
1: They are very, very odd. Um, very unique. Um, and they they will. They? I think they look good on the tabletop. I do. But they yeah, fit the army. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But quite bizarre at the same time. Um, right then. Well, that being the news, let's launch into this week's topic, which is one that has become very pertinent for myself over the past couple of weeks. And I know it has been for you guys. And that is list building. Um, yeah. List building, more so for beginners um, where to start, what to include, you know, what you're looking for in a, in a good rounded list. And the advantages have gone for a specific list as well. So, Lofty, I'm, I'm going to start with you with this. So when you you know, you pick up a new army, you pick up a new faction, a new chapter, whatever it may be, what's the first thing that you do when you start building your list? Of, of, presuming at this point that you've read your codex, your
0: battle tome, whatever it may be, what's the first thing that you do? Uh, well, what I'll do first is I'll get the battle tone, um and I'll have a look at some of the models that I like and whatever. And then I'll jump onto YouTube. I'll mm-hmm. look at battle reports with them, see what other people are taking. And as I'm doing that, I'll read through the codex to sort of see if I can understand certain rules right. and certain synergies before... And then I'll jump onto Battlescribe. Pro- sorry, probably the wrong word. But... Uh, and then I'll, ju- I'll just sort of like... Try and figure out how they've made their list and with what models uh, and just keep going over BattleScribe really. Um, Send it to send it to me, mate. Send it to you, lads. Yeah. And and just use it as a sort of trial and error period of, oh, you know, if you tried this or I've heard this is good. Um, And then the second thing I'll do is look at web lists. Uh, I will see what's popular at the moment and what is strong. Okay. um, Then go for that way. Fair enough, Steve. What What about you, Mia? What, what's the first thing that you do
1: when you start on your list?
2: Well, when I started my Slaves to Darkness, um, went and bought the battle dome, and I got a start collecting box. Okay. And um, what I did was like, lofty went through went through the battle dome. You know, had a look at all the stats and stuff, and I wanted to start with like. The, the core of the force, the battle line might mainly, so yeah. I literally just boasted at me warriors and then stack that in some like specialist units like war shrine and extra like chaos Lord and Manticore and soul grinder and stuff, so i like to get the core and bulk of the force done first, yeah
1: well like that's
2: go on sorry, yeah man. and then. And then, like again, it's just trial and error, looking at what people have got on their lists. As Lofty said, sending it to you guys, getting feedback. And not, and if I've missed anything, I know you guys would point it out. And,
1: yeah.
2: And, and just like, play games with the lists. Um, if something doesn't work, swap it with something else, try it again, and just, just keep going, really.
1: Fair enough, then just tweak it as you need. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. That's two very, very different approaches there, guys. So, Steve, you sort of, you know, you want to flesh out your army first and get yeah. a good, solid sort of core and battle. I mean, battle line, you know, are very, very important. And Lofty, you're more... Forgive me if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong. You're sort of more, I wouldn't say elitist, but you're, you're
0: a bit more going
1: towards what's strong at the time um, and what you like the look of.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, would, yeah. Would like, I mean, recommend? I'll go for what I look like. I, I, I like the look of, and then I'll see if it's if it's worth buying um, yeah. or worth taking. Uh, and I know that sounds kind of meta, chasey but I want to get an army straight out of the bat that I know that I'm not going to get absolutely trounced with and disheartened with in the first yeah month or two of play testing the army. Definitely, uh, I already know that I like like okay with my corn. I already know that I love them but I didn't know how they played. Uh, yeah. Again, with not playing AOS, um, you always think corn charge, uh, and that's how you use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot more going on behind the scenes than what you think corn should be doing. And I figured that out pretty soon on, uh, just by watching whatever people do. Yeah, of course. But I've, I mean, I've, I've played you a couple of times
1: now and, and, you're absolutely right. You'd sort of expect, unfortunately, not played against you yet, Steve. Um, I know we'll be, be a time, looking, I know we're certainly looking for it in the future, but yeah, just to sort of read a word what you said there, Lofty. You know, not taking for granted that the army is is exactly what you would think it is. Corn, mm. yes, they, they run, they charge, they hit things. They're very, very good at it. But what they're also really good at, I found, is denying magic users um, with the right list. Yeah. Yeah, and then sort of looking back through the the, the fluff of corn, of course, 40k, they hate psychers. Um, so it would only make sense that in AOS, they hate magic users. And um, yeah, they can be really difficult to go against, like you say, if used correctly.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean, again, that's it. If you don't really know about it straight away, you're going to build a yeah. list uh, that's full on charging, full on thing, and you're going to come up stuck. Which I have yeah. against you quite a few times when I've gone less magic resisting I said, "Yeah." Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, personally, when I when I build a
1: list, I, I go for what I like the look of,
0: um,
1: not points wise. What what I like the look of in the models, quite frankly. Um, yeah, they look good. I'll buy them. I'll paint them, and then I'll try and fit them in. And that's inevitably why, certainly in forty k, I get beaten most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter. But one thing I do want to touch on with neither neither of you have mentioned there, guys, is your warlord or your general. Um, how do you go about picking which model is in charge of your army? I'm going to start with you, with this, Steve. Um, yep. so how do you go about? You've, you've built a, a list, you know, around your core, course, as, you, as you mentioned. You've got your yep. battle line. You've got them all sorted. How then do you pick your general? We'll talk AOS now, because I know you're a bit yep. more AOS-centric. So yep. how how would you do that?
2: So um, I use two different generals at the moment. I use my Chaos Lord on Manticore, and I use my Chaos Lord on – I always get this one wrong. It's either it, it's Karkadrak or Karakadrak. I can never get it right. anyway yeah, and uh, to be honest, it's, it's like, it's what has the commander the, the decent command abilities for how I want to play the game at the time? Right. So if I want to charge everything in, then I'll use the Chaos Lord on Krakadrak and he can use, I think he can have, um, he can be in a battalion called the room Bringer, which if you stick with a load of cavalry, his um ability is basically given to everybody else and on I think a two plus on a charge they can all they can dish out um, D three mortal wins if I remember rightly. Oh very nice. So, very so nice. that that is, that is that is his command ability, but if put in that battalion they they'll just all just get the same.
1: Yeah um so so what what about the other guy that you mentioned what 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 sort sort why what would what circumstances would you choose the other one as as your general
2: if, if the, the Manticore is is pretty much a killy thing it he, he just goes in and just kills stuff he's okay. he's quite heavy he's quite heavy hitting he's got a lot of attacks and given the right rolls, which I'm not very good at because I'm not very good at rolling, as Lofty's <laughs> found out quite a few times. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go there. Um, he can put Everything out a lot of
1: damage. That that's going to listen to this podcast and anywhere <laughs> in the world can relate to that at
0: some point. Yeah, that, you
1: know, no, you will not alone in this. Nice Change dice your dice promise. to the Lumineff
0: dice. You should, we'll see how you <laughs> yeah, are with yeah, them.
2: I'm, yeah, I'm going to borrow your tabletop tactics ones,
0: Lofty. <laughs> they are mint. They are really good. Uh, they although, have got although, way too many sixes. Although, they, they let me down last, last week uh, at the club against Dean. Uh, first round, I think they, they got rid of all their ones and two. <laughs> yeah, I think we've it. But it.
1: Um, all right, then, so,
0: so, just to sort of get back on topic
1: yep. um, with, with you, Steve. Yeah. It completely depends on how you feel, would you say, um, as opposed yeah. to which list... And which general you would take? Because it's, it's, it all goes on my battle plan, really. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to touch on this again in a second. But lofty, what what would sort of what circumstances make you pick your general, what uh, or your warlord?
0: And similar this, to sort of similar to Steve, what I want out of the army. Um, so, but at the same time, it depends because I go for builds. You know, I've got my battle line, I've got this, that, and the other. It's kind of what fits fluff-wise. Um, so I'll try not to take too many demon leaders uh, if I'm going mortal. So I'll right. try and have... Like, I've always got my firster, but he's never a, never a general. Okay. Or very rarely. Um, and I also find big things attract a lot of attention. And if yeah, I'm building around a certain them. general, then he normally gets nailed off the table. And then I'm, but you know, I have to think too much on yeah, the side Then, what you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like my backfield, my my general to be a bit more backfield, a bit more protected. Um, and I go, I go for it that way. Uh, I've got a couple of choices uh, that I do use. I use the Mighty Lord of Corn because uh, I think he's pretty cool and he syn- yeah. synergizes quite well. He gets the minus one to hit. Yeah, uh, if he's next to people, which is how I like to play my general. I don't like throwing them out there; uh, they die. <laughs> Very quick, yes, yes, they
2: that, do that's the one with the ruinous axe, isn't it? Uh,
0: the um, no, I've got reality, reality that's split axe, yeah, roll yeah. five and you just disappear. That yeah, was cool. I remember that, that, is that
1: one. The most disgusting rule. It is just <sighs> you're gonna hit me dread saurian, yeah, on a five plus, as a 35 wound model, model gone
0: now. I did it, I did it to your unclean one, didn't I, Steve? Yes, granted my lord died at the same time. <laughs> uh,
2: but, he, but, but he took in and clean on with him.
0: <laughs> but that's it. He just he pulled him down into the, into the realm. Crazy, you took crazy. off every
2: single wound in one in one on the first hit. And yeah, I like
0: I, it, it. Disgusting. Shouldn't be a rule. I don't like it. It's, it <laughs> I, I think it's it's very situational, though. Because yeah. like, it never it never came off in our game, Dean. You know, I, I was yeah. like, I'm going to hit that. And then if I roll a five, it, you know, you go... Yeah, um, so first I have to get the wounds in. Uh, you have to not save them. That's yeah. true. Uh, and then I have to roll a five. So, it, yes, it is quite disgusting. And if it goes off, brilliant. You know, it's happy days. You've got to have You've got to be lucky. There's the guy looking at me over the table going, Oh, God, how did you just do that? How did but you? But at do it the same you? time, if I don't roll that five, I'm getting hit back and he's dying. Yeah. yeah. So, all right then. So, you sort of,
1: you know, briefly explained how you, you pick your general guy. um and and you've sort of talked about your lists and what have you. So there's something I want to I want to ask this next question because it will then lead on to the next topic. Do you suit your lists to the opponent that you're playing? Very good question. In advance, whom you're playing. So, for example, um, just to sort of you know give you a, 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 an understanding of the question. Let's say, Steve, that you and I had a game on Thursday, okay? Yeah. Um, we're bringing 1,500 points each. I'm bringing uh, Coalette, Coal's Claw, uh, Seraphon, which which are the, the melee killy ones. Um, yeah. If you had that in mind, would you then tailor your list to try and kill me? Yes.
2: Yeah. I'd try and... Find a balance between something that can give a good damage output, but then yeah. something that could also hold objectives. Should that be the mission? Right. So if I bought some a completely killy list, and then the of, of all like me monsters and everything like that, and then the mission, and I think there's one mission I think we played a while ago, lofty. It was um, you've you've got to use your infantry. Your infantry can only control obje- the battle. Can only control objectives. And if yeah, I yeah. if I've bought only monsters, I can't hold objectives. Do so you get oh, what yes. I'm saying? So I'm yeah. trying, So each I try and find a middle ground where I'm not bringing all the monsters, and a mission comes up that doesn't suit them. You know what um, I
1: mean? So so the the. In in a word, the answer there would be no. You wouldn't tailor your list specifically to the army that you're yeah. facing. Yeah, Fair I'd enough. almost do like
2: um, I suppose a, a jack of all trades army in a
1: way. Right. So a couple of spells, a couple of bindings. Um, yeah, and hold their own in a bit of combat. Perhaps a bit of yeah. shooting. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, what about yourself, Lofty? What 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 would you sort of? Would you plan ahead? And I know we've spoken on this before, but I, I want to get your opinions on the air. Um. So, what
0: would your tactics be? Um. Right. So they've changed recently. Um. With the, uh, in my head, you know, I've got ideas of going into events and tournaments and things like that. And as as much as I know, you guys are as well. Yeah, uh, yep. I found myself, like with your example there, if I knew I was playing you on Thursday, now before, or yes, I would, I'd tailor my list um, to beat Seraphon. So an anti-magic, I'd put that and put that. Uh, and I, I've suddenly realised that that's probably a bad way to play if I'm thinking of going to events and playing sort of consecutive games where your list has to be the same. Yeah. Um, if I tailored my list just to you, yeah, I could take Seraphon down all day long, hopefully. But then if I come up against Steve Slaves to Darkness or uh, Andy, uh, his Skaven, yeah, I'm going to come and stop because I've got everything is geared to fight one army. Um, so now I've started not looking at the lists that are given me. You know, I'm going yeah. to play you at that until it's too late. So, you know, yeah, an, hour, an hour an before... Because if I know what you're going to take, I'm going to subconsciously build to that. Of course. Um, whether or not I want to, you know, if I go, oh, man, I, I haven't got anything to deal with his carnosaur. I know he's taking a carnosaur now. I'll tell you what, I'll swap that out. It's going to do me no good in the long run. Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, and I think, like what Steve said about battle plans, uh, <laughs> yes, I think you can tailor more to the battle plan. Mm-hmm. If you know what the the missions and things are going to be, uh, which you can with events and and tournaments and stuff. Normally, they give you a list. This is the mission you're going to play on. One, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. Uh, And go, right, can my army deal with that scenario, that scenario, that scenario, that scenario?
1: Yeah. Or, Or even, can your army deal with one scenario particularly well and another particularly not so well? So, you know, you're willing to take the hit on, let's say, game three. Because come game four, that is tailor-built for your army to deal with. I mean, is, yeah. is that another way to sort of think about it and look at it?
0: Massively. Massively, yeah. Um, and I think it, it, with that question, it, it leads itself to two answers and neither of them are wrong. Um, I think it depends on the individual and what you want from your army in the long run. Yeah. Uh, if you're happy enough playing, uh, you know, I'll play a game against you on Thursday and then I've got a week and I'm going to go and play some other guy, and I'll have his list before, and I'll build my army to those lists. That's fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But if you're going to sort of try and play a lot of different people uh, all in the same day, or keep to that one recipe, so to speak, maybe with a few tweaks, uh, then you should probably look more long game. Yeah, yeah,
1: I see what you mean. Um, How about you? Sure. So the answer, quite frankly, is north. Um, I don't like seeing my opponent's list beforehand. Nine times out of ten, quite frankly, it it doesn't interest me. Um, And that's not to be rude or offensive. You know, I have no interest in playing corn. So when you send me a list, yes, I'll look through it and I will take an interest because you've sent me it. But don't quite understand all of it because I don't want to to understand all of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, It's not, you know, an army which I wish to play and an army which... uh, which I have an interest in. Um, I, you know, I, I really sort of getting in AOS at the minute, um, leaning away from 40K slightly. Uh, and I, just, I really love killing things. I, I love getting up close and I love getting, uh, 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 getting into a scrap. So Colt's Claw coalesced is, is what I'm going for. And so I'm just playing around at the minute with different units to see what I can put in where and what will help and what won't and what won't. But yeah, the, the the basic answer to the question, will I tailor it to suit my opponent? No. Um, I, I won't. I don't particularly like people who do it. Um, and that brings me on to my next question. Uh, and that is meta and meta chasing. <laughs> um, is it a dirty word? Do you think it's a bit naughty? Do you like it? Um, do you you know, understand the reasons why, would you ever do it? Uh, So, Lofty, we'll we'll jump back on with you for a minute. Um, So, what's your sort of opinion opinion on the meta
0: and, and the meta game? If you like it, then go for it. And I think, yes, it has become a dirty word. And in some scenarios, it is used. Uh, in more of a derogatory term than, than I think it's given credit for. Without Meta, you're not going to get a a balanced or as balanced game as we've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the people that chase the Meta, and they'll buy 20 of that because it's brilliant, and they'll do the list, and they'll win for a couple of months, and they'll get top rankings, and this, that, and the other. And then Games Workshop, credit to them, will notice this. And then they'll adapt accordingly. So I think, yeah. yes, Meta chasing can be annoying. I don't particularly like it. Um, I also won't say that I'll never do it. But at the same time, financially, it's probably unviable for me to matter chase in the first place. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um,
1: um, what about you, Steve? What, what What's your opinions on the meta and the, the chasing of it and the yes or no of it?
2: Um, I'm going to have to agree with Lofty on that. And for me, I mean, I'm, I'm not... To plod up on it really because I don't do it. Yeah. Um. It it's money making I think at the end of the day because like Lofty said, games workshop will notice it, they'll change it, and people will go out and buy more stuff, spending more money, and to do it all again in a couple of months' time. It's it's just like a, a massive U turn, well not U turn, roundabout, isn't it?
1: I suppose so. I mean, I think the biggest example of it recently um, was at the end of eight, when you saw yeah. a huge amount of sort of 40K lists with a huge amount of centurions in them. Um, yeah. And then it was a eroded and you could no longer basically deep strike them as, as Raven Guard. And I think it was Iron Hand or Imperial Fist, I can't remember. Um, but it got ridiculously strong. It did. It, it was. I don't know if either of you saw the, the battle report but, you know, by the end of turn two, turn three, it didn't really matter who your opponent was unless it was someone of the same faction. Um, you you were tabling them. Um, yeah. f- for the most part, anyway. Uh, I am of the opinion that meta-chasing has its place, you know. If you play Warhammer for a living, if you're a YouTuber or if you own a game store or some such like that, you know, then absolutely go for it um you know it, it it's it's like i say it's how you make your living it, it's it's how you get your name out there um it's how yeah. you get your reputation as a player um but if you're that guy in the local game store who's never going to enter a competition plays the same people week in week out and just buys them because you can I, that, you know i'm 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 not a particular fan of that um buy what you like and, and buy what you want rather than It because it's good, if that makes sense, yeah. Um, But I also find it quite unrealistic, if I'm perfectly honest, in the sense of you look at the composition of, say, a Space Marines chapter, when are you going to find 15 centurions
0: in a Space Marines chapter? It's not in that battle at that time, no, no,
1: it's highly, highly unlikely. And, you know, as we've sort of spoken about on this channel before, we're all very, very narrative-driven. Yeah. Um, and I, I just, I find it unrealistic. I, I don't find it believable. Um, I don't find that it would ever happen, quite frankly. So, yeah, that's, that's you know, my personal views on the meta. If, if yours are different uh, to anyone who's listening, absolutely fair enough. You know, you, you are, of course, entitled to your views, but this is what ours are.
0: Um, I think it comes down to—I it. mean, it's a personal choice. The game's there in so many forms that you can do it, and I mean, yeah, you can. Everyone likes winning, of course they do. Uh, and I mean, if if that's what is the most important thing to you, without like the models, without the narrative, you yeah. you couldn't care. You'll play with grey plastic, but you just want to win. Yeah. Then fair enough. Uh, yeah. it, I mean, I think a lot of us narrative gamers can. Could appreciate the metagame and what it does for the game? Oh, absolutely,
1: yeah. I mean, it, it drives sales. It drives sales, it drives designs, it drives uh, codexes and battle tomes. You know, it, it absolutely drives the FAQ, FAQs hugely in, in all aspects of Warhammer, uh, in all aspects of gaming, really. Um, But that being said, yeah, the, the, I, I agree with you, Look, there is a place for it. You know, there absolutely is a place for it. Um, is it in your local gaming store your local gaming club probably not just just as a, a personal view um, you got anything else to add on that Steve you, you got anything that you'd, you'd like to talk um, of...
2: no not really I think you better hit it on the head to be honest I can only, I can only just agree fair <laughs>
0: enough you could disagree, just for the sake of it. <laughs> you could just, just for the sake of conversation. No, you're both wrong. Uh, you know, and this, <laughs> this is why. Um, so
1: that be the case. all right then. What are the circumstances, if any, that you would chase the matter? Um, Steve, let let's go with you. Let's say that you right. know money's not an option. Uh, money's not a, a, a barrier. Anything like that? Um, are there any circumstances in which you would chase the meta? of Let's let's talk AOS at the minute, right? So,
2: if if I was wanting to win and just win and have a good chance of doing it, and I'd I'd literally I'd, I'd chase the meta, I think, and just buy the best models for the best army. Right, and just and just want to and just literally be be that guy that tries to table everyone.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Then that, I think there's no ambiguity there. You know, Steve <laughs> would be a meta chaser if he
0: had the opinion, <laughs> if he had the option. I've got um, a question there, Steve. So go with on. that, would you be a meta chaser? Um, would you still have to have the? Uh, the narrative or the love for the models yeah um, or would you just go you know what i don't really like stormcats but they're really good at them it? i hate the models but i'm just going to buy them
2: i think if i was a meta chaser i'd just I'd, i don't think i'd care um i'm tr- i'm trying to detach myself here from my love of the love nar- the narrative to answer these questions yeah um yeah uh no i i think if i met a chaser. I would literally just go out and buy, N- not care about the look or anything like that, and just just go out buy the best of
1: the best. Fair enough. And what so, about you, Lofty? Are there, are there any circumstances whatsoever in which you, you you know money's not a barrier?
0: You would you would be a meta chaser to a, to an extent, yes. Um I think I would chase the matter when it suited what I wanted uh, through the army Yeah. Um, so. If I'm, uh, you know, we've got this tournament, I want to get into tournaments. Um, If I got to a stage where I thought, you know what, I could win one of these or I could get up there and I've got a really good chance uh, to win uh, and to sort of get the higher up the rankings, then I think I would um, for that, you know, I I would want it. Yeah. I mean, there'd there'd be a reason and a purpose for it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If if you were going to, let's say, um, you know, a national tournament where the prize money or whatever it may be was fairly decent and you looked and you thought, you know what, I, I could take this. You might go out and sort of bolster your army to to the most powerful it could be rather than the narrative that you wanted it to be. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah. I mean, without getting, you know, if you start to get move up the rankings, you go, you know, I'm pretty good at this game and I'm getting there. I wouldn't see the point in... Uh, you know, taking my nose off uh, to spite my face, you know, go, you know what, yeah. I'm going to take, uh, you know, a bottom-tier army. Unless that was my game plan in this stone, I want to see how far this bottom-tier army can yeah, get up with some good gameplay. But if I'm sort of getting up there, getting up there, I'm, I'm going to go, well, I'm gonna, well, I want to give myself the best possible chance to win. I need a good army. You need the good tools to get up there. Yeah,
1: that's fair enough. Fair enough. And so does that then drive sort of your your love of new models because we all love new models we all get love getting you know new stuff from from the shop um does it drive your love of getting new models or would it drive you to go and get new models um or, or would you sort of you know what i i want to stick with what i know uh
0: and and just try and bolster them somehow I would if I you know sort of saw a list I was like right well, this is a really good list I want to take that if I hadn't got the models and I needed that piece I would go and get it yeah
1: fair enough huh? fair enough that that's what I was trying to get at you know would would you buy models specifically for um a, a meta esque list yeah um, yeah I would yeah fair enough I personally wouldn't um, I'm I'm not interested in being the best. I'm not interested in winning all the time. It's one of the only aspects, believe it or not, of my life where I'm not super, super competitive. Um, and anyone would... listening to this... go on, Sorry,
0: <laughs> sorry. sorry. Uh, would that change? I don't think so. If no. your position... Not position as in, you know, like you, but if you thought, like, you know, I've got the chance to win this, would you, you know, fuck off the chance to win for that, or would you sort of go back a little bit and go, you know what, I could do it? I don't
1: think I would. Um As I've sort of spoken about on the channel before, you know, Warhammer is, is therapy in my eyes. If If I start then making it a competitive part of my life, it would probably give me a hell of a lot of stress that I don't need. Yeah. Um, So, yes, I I get what you mean. You know, we're all competitive. We all love winning. This is really one of the only aspects of my life where I'm not super competitive. Now, anyone who's listening and knows anything about AOS at the minute will go, but you're a Seraphon player. You know, (laughs) they of (laughs) the top tier armies. And I think in August, they were the top tier army, at least on Tabletop Simulator. And all I can answer that with is I genuinely didn't know when I bought the models. I, I genuinely, genuinely didn't know <laughs> when I bought the models. Um, I have just been on and gotten some Salamanders uh, on JW, and I have gotten some uh, off of the Facebook marketplace, simply because I like the look of them. You know, I haven't got any heavy artillery, really, in my army at the minute, and I'd like to have that option if, yes. it, if, if the need arose, but... No, to answer your question, no. And even if you know, if I went out and right, Dean, if you buy two more Carnosaurs, you will be, you know, the top player wherever. I don't care about it. I genuinely don't.
0: No, you've already got those two Carnosaurs.
1: That that is true. Um, <laughs> and a, and a Dreadsaurian. <laughs> that that is also true. And a trumpet <laughs> on the way. And a Lord Clover <laughs> on the way. But um, no, I like. I've, I bought them all because I like paint them. That, that is a thing, with yeah,
2: you know. um, honest, mate, I couldn't see you being anything other than the, than the seraphon
1: you know what, Steve? I don't think I could either um considering <laughs> I call everybody a lizard all the time <laughs> you know, absolutely lizard, you know my, my my discord handle is the Chief lizard on the rally team, the armed forces rally team, I was the chief lizard, and so, on and so, forth. <laughs> um, so yeah, I absolutely, but no, I mean. I love painting them. I have such a good time painting them. I I don't see myself at any point in the future as any sort of you know chaser of the toppest you know highest tier army that there is, um, the highest hitting list. I'm I'm just not interested. I know you and I signed up for a competition today, lofty. Um, we did. We, we did indeed. I'm a bit nervous about it.
0: I'm very nervous, very. Yeah. Nervous. Where is it? It's seventh, uh, seventh seven city. Oh, what is it? Seventh city miniatures, is it? Yeah, Over, yeah
1: Nottingham, yeah, not Nottingham uh, October the eleventh. Um, you unfortunately weren't able to get a ticket, were you, Steve?
2: It doesn't seem like I'm going to be able to no, because I think it's only capped at about sixteen players, and by the yeah. time I've by the time I've found out whether I can have it have the, the time off work or not, they're gonna they're gonna have sold out.
1: I imagine so, which is a shame because it would love to have seen the having sort of representing up there. Um, it would have been brilliant, mum. Coming dead
0: last. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll share, share that wooden spoon.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Come <laughs> home and stir a cup of with it. Um, Actually. probably. Um, no I'll I'm tell ready. You,
2: I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'll make you two a deal. If you two don't if you two come anything other than last, other than last, I will buy you a pint. Both of you.
0: Brilliant. What happens if, if we're joint left or one's just above the other? Do we still get the point? Yeah,
2: because yeah. at least at, <laughs> least at least
0: one of you. That's it. It'll be Dean. Yeah. We're joking now. Dean will be top table all day. <laughs> well, <laughs> you share this? I probably won't be. Um,
1: you know, I'm fresh into it. And I think that the, the amount of luck that I've had so far has been that. It's been beginner's luck. Um but it, it, it sort of brings us full circle back round to the start of the show, um, or the start of the episode rather. List building. Have you started your lists already for it, Lofty? Have you, have you sort of
0: started having a look?
1: I've had a uh, at your list.
0: Yes, yeah, I have been. I've been looking and I've got a couple of ideas. Uh, and what I've noticed is building for a 1,000 points is a lot harder than building for a 2,000 point game.
1: I, I I would agree
0: with every single word you've just said.
1: It's I mean, it sounds
0: yeah. it sounds like it's brilliant. Oh, it's only a thousand points. I'll knock a thousand points up, and we'll, and we'll go. But then the more you get into it, you go, well, hang on a minute. Like I can't put that in. I can't put that in. And I know that's mm-hmm. good. And I know that's good. But I can't afford that if I put that in. And it, it's yeah. very. I think for a first one, it's going to be an absolutely brilliant event. Oh, I think it's going to be brilliant as well. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think it'd be very interesting, a big
1: eye-opener, to see um, how you know different a, an AOS tournament is to a 40K tournament, if, if at all. And it'll be yeah. really interesting to see other people and other factions' competitive lists. Um, you mentioned earlier about YouTube and having a look on YouTube. Have you had a look for any sort of a preliminary look to see if you can find any 1,000-point games?
0: I must admit I haven't at the minute, um, just because we only found out really today. Yeah, And I dropped my kid off and, and well, had my kid picked up and, and literally jumped on with you guys. Uh, but that will be definitely something I'm doing when it's quiet at work. Yeah, um,
1: I did have a, a quick look. And once again, believe it or not, it's very, very difficult to find a 1,000-point game on YouTube because yeah. 2,000 points
0: seems to be the standard. The bigger the game, I mean, the bigger the tournament, the bigger the event. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So a thousand points is quite a, a thing, but with it's going to be five five games in a day?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah.
0: Um, so it will be funny to see and with you saying that with the YouTube, you can't find much. It'll be funny to see and very interesting to see how other armies, you know, you see them, you go, Oh yeah, I watched a two thousand point and it's um, Storm Stormcaster, you know their build, and that's what they always take, and that's brilliant. Yeah, it'll be fun to see what those people do with a thousand points. Yeah, man,
1: it's. I'm really excited about it. My first ever, second ever tournament, actually. Um, we're in a 40k tournament at Cockdice Gaming uh, next Sunday, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, so yeah, the first ever 40 an AOS tournament that I'll be entering. Um, really excited about it.
0: Really, really less than free. six months after you started the game, yeah, less than three. Believe it or not, yeah, you haven't really been at it that long, have yeah.
1: you? No, I mean I've had what three games, I think, three or four games. Um, yeah, and and so not a lot of experience at all. Um, has anyone got anything they'd like to add to to what we've spoken about, guys? Have either of you got anything you'd like to say? No. Got nothing, Steve? Was... A little bit of trepidation there, Steve. It, it wasn't a, a, a trick question, mate.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I've got <laughs> nothing else to add, mate.
1: <laughs> you 100% right, sure.
2: sure? 100% sure, mate. 100% you want to
1: sure. a friend? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, <Nah, laughs> I'm okay, <laughs> lads. Yeah, all right, mate. Lofty, anything you'd like to add? Uh, just the one thing. Steve, are yeah. you sure?
1: Yeah, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, <laughs> Yes, Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, then. Well, thanks very much for, for joining me, guys. Um, it been a good chat. Never a chore. Uh, and thanks to everyone for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Hammer and Anvil. And we hope that you will tune in for the next one. Uh, and all that leaves to say is goodbye and stay safe.
0: If you guys have enjoyed this episode please give us a subscribe we're going to be coming at you weekly with more of these topics and discussions thanks for listening